Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, welcome to Don't Blame Me. And you're in for a treat today because Melissa and I recorded for what, 30 minutes? 30 minutes. A solid 30 minutes. 
absolute unhinged behavior. That's hilarious. And do you think we'll compile the best of it to include in the episode? Yeah. 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 Or we can throw some in a bonus. Um, but we got so far off track. We never we did 30 minutes. We never did the intro to like we never explained no, what the show was. I just said this is don't blame me. And then we went on a new tangent. Yeah. So we needed to like we had to do a hard reset. And sometimes this happens <laughs> where like you can't just like suddenly get into it. Like, no, no, we need to erase and we need to control alt delete and start over. So mm-hmm. we are starting over. I promise you that like any of the good stuff you'll hear. The rest is, you know, us. It was before my Adderall. My Adderall is still kicking in, but it was not kicked in then. I feel like I sound it high, but I'm not. Okay. I just want you to know that you just the most defensive thing with your eyes. You're like, <laughs> I I'm know. High. Like, it I... sounded like I'm high. And then if people please watch the Patreon, <laughs> literally go, and you're like, it sounded like I was high. And I'm not like, it's like, you're like, let me look off camera as if we can't see you to open my eyes wider to make sure that like, no one's going to look at me and going like, that you was, said you're not that high. Was for you. That was for you though, Megan. Well, that, but we record this for the Patreon. I know, but I was just letting you know, I wasn't looking off camera. I was, I was emphasizing this for you, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I sounded high, but I'm really not because when I get high, I have to go to sleep. So yeah, I'm not, I'm just chill today. It's just I'm letting you, it is also <laughs> I unmedicated me. I have this effect on people. I have been referred to as a bad influence and an instigator. And those were really the words that were used when I was perpetually unmedicated. And it happens because when I'm getting all goofy and getting all fun, it's hard to stay on track. And but it's hard I, to stay on topic. But and I we started sound, it. And you know why? You looked at me and you said, I have an ally in this fight. She's about to be, <laughs> I'm not going to redirect you. Like, you're going to be like, let's talk about this. And you're like, you know that you're like, if I want to do this, it'll happen. She's just here for the, she's along for the fucking I just, ride. I was, yeah, I was just, it just came to me. I told you, I just woke up having a good day. And I love it. You know, I just feel chill. Even though I have a big script due and it's not for like a studio, it's for a lab that scab. I've been in. No, I'm not yeah, scared. It's a class. I don't wash dishes and I really hate washing dishes. And yeah. the thing is, like, I don't know why I just don't get up and rinse my glasses out after I use them. Now that I'm uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, cold brew. Oh, and you get the little ring. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like cold brew, but I would like you to have some of mine. I just will not have it at your home. Okay. You could, I can bring it to my home. Okay. Because you like latte. So if I made you like cold brew. I can add latte, my own milk. No. I, oh, you're right. Sorry. It. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Would you like like a mocha latte or just just Is regular that latte? Yeah. No, I'm good. You can just okay. put vanilla if you want. But vanilla? I don't, okay. Yeah. Vanilla latte? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I don't want to like, because like when I make people cakes, I want to like them to challenge me because I'm like, oh, I'm a baker. And like, I know you're it's a It's not barista. a challenge. These are all things that I No, I know, I but have. it's in your wheelhouse. So I don't want to like give you something of like giving a black coffee, like blah, blah, blah. You're like, that's not fun. But like, so I want to give you something that's fun. It's so, like vanilla. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Vanilla. Tequila. Yep. It's really exciting for me. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Happy for you. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Like it really it's therapy. Like it's like therapy. No, like, like a like a ritual where I sit and I think about how I'm gonna infuse the different flavors and incorporate them and when I'm gonna incorporate them. On a full moon. Like I just have to say, like your process of this 
it's so it's so clear that you are not dependent on caffeine to function because you're talking about this like oh it's like this beautiful process Melissa I am a monster in the morning Mots just makes the coffee and I wake up and he's like hey good morning like where's my coffee like I literally like it has to take me five fucking seconds and I prefer it to be like made in a glass for me and handed to me and then I prefer to be in silence until I finished drinking it everybody has their calling and for Mm -hmm. me my calling is being caffeinated immediately from the time I wake up. And your calling is being the dealer of that caffeine yeah. for people like me. Yeah. It's it's the combo of the milk flavors. I made, I had some last week and two of the people that were here, you may have heard of them, Allison and Gabriel. I was like, they were the like, fuck are you this talking? is the best coffee that I've ever had. And they were like, it doesn't taste burnt. They said like the the way that like it's just smooth with the milk. And I was like, thank you. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to have to make moths also drink, try it, too, because. Yes, I have bad for the two of you. I've got bad taste. And I will just tell like, I know that, like, you know, no matter what, I believe that, like, whatever you make, I'm going to love. But on the off chance, you'll also have moths who will be able to compliment you on like. Mm-hmm. the coffee of the coffee i'll be able to compliment you on like mm, tastes good like i will be the caveman compliments and mods can like give you a little bit of nuance there thank you because he knows what good coffee is i don't yeah i make sure the beans were roasted within a week do you roast the beans no i go pick them up okay you buy so you the beans are roast pre-roasted yeah okay. you, you, i don't have do you know how Melissa, Melissa, i don't know anything about coffee anything oh i i do not have the machinery <laughs> to roast coffee i don't know if it was like you roast a brussels sprout you roast a bean <laughs> no it's not the same process at all <laughs> oh yeah is it like a kiln kind of looking thing yeah okay you're right you're right you're right coffee roasters that was the coffee shop in my town and they had a big one right at the front i remember and this it takes hours like your yeah. whole fucking day to do yeah. it and that's why it smells so strong yeah, or, you know, or it could just be Starbucks and do it fast and then all the coffee tastes burnt. But that's not my ministry. Mine is an know. artisanal experience. Is there anything you do that is not an artisanal experience? No. <laughs> but I just had to put it out there in case someone's new. In case someone from an, a rep from Almond Cows was. Yeah, and if you would like to uh, join me in my Almond Cow experience, and we could we could even start a little Almond Cow chat club that sounds like a cult uh somebody tell erica we've got the new job i know she's not listening um it's an unpaid internship (laughs) but uh put it i'll put a link for a a discount off the almond cow machine for the record they don't know she exists yet so this is not sponsored by them they've liked some of my posts that i've made but if i actually like in my stories but if i actually like edited to the videos that I've made, they definitely know who I was. Melissa, and the folks of you sent them an email with the pages on pages of links to these shows where you've goddamn fucking mentioned them. They'd be like, would you like a job? Like, this is like, she's our street team. Like, you're the <laughs> number one fan club, like running this whole shtick. It's impressive. Yeah, I love it so much. I know you do. I'm very happy for you. Like, I don't I don't think y'all like understand how much I truly No, love. you guys like you think she talks a lot on the podcast. We talk about it just as much off camera. Like it's just like this is her this is her thing right now. And I've got Love Island, you've got Almond Cow, and like mm-hmm. what more could you want in the world? 
honestly, what I could want is them paying me, and then I'd be set. I could always use a little more money. Yeah, always. But I would love no strings attached money that just like I happen upon, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but if I can do this, like something that I love, and then somebody could edit the videos, which if yeah. I was making the money, then great. Then, you know, that's what I do all day. You'll never work a day in your life doing something you love. Shilling almond cows. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of a new infusion in my head, I'd spend time just lying in the bed in bed thinking about what the next thing is going to be like you're christina tosi like this is just her being like i'm going i will make a milk derived of cereal i will squish the cereal and blend it into the milk and then i'll make ice cream out of that milk because almond cow like you don't have to squish it because of the basket that's on it you just have i don't want to talk about like my actual process because my process is not the same process that they like advertise it's like my proprietary blend <laughs> but the you're way be that one of those people things. who sells like a zoodles <laughs> webinar course where you're like here's my own ebook on how i make all of my zoodles like yes and so like it's it's true like you don't you don't have to do any of the squishing you don't have to have any of the cheesecloths you don't have to like yeah it's just great i'm really happy for you <laughs> I really am. Seems sarcastic. I no, no, no. I I love it, and I hope your parents listen and know how much this gift that they got you. Oh, they know. I appreciate. Don't worry, they know. They're like, God damn it! Why did we get her this? Shit? No, then now they're like, we need one. I was like, y'all will never use this. It'll You're probably like, you'll, you'll use it'll it one be time. Wasted. No, I'll be like, y'all use it one time, stick it in the corner, and forget to like clean a part of it, and then it's just gonna be covered in mold. Oh yeah. No, they won't appreciate it, and the they're mm-hmm. they're not almond milk engineers like you. Like you're using yes. your science background for this, mm-hmm. and yeah, like they just don't get think- it. They're just recreation. They, they want to participate, and- but like they don't know the art that goes into this. And I figure out how to do it. Like you know how everybody's like, I need a pump of blah 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 with this. Like if you really work with what the 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 raw ingredients you have, you don't have to do all that there's a way to infuse it stay in an tuned for way. melissa's segment exclusive <laughs> on goop i can't say that no melissa that was not derogatory that was okay. earnest and out of a place of love i hate i will be the first to admit it i love her i do too and i know i'm not supposed to but like i don't care well on that note, welcome to the podcast. We're going to give you advice. And you're probably uh, listening going, these two? Between the two of them, this seems a little chaotic. And you know what? You're right. You might not be. We might not be on the same page. We might have very differing thoughts. Um, one of us might be giving you incredibly toxic advice. The other one might be really looking out for your best interest. But at the end of the day, we both are doing this out of love and out of care. And we want the best for all of you and in your lives. And sometimes the best thing for you is to be told when you are being, my new favorite word, a little Delulu. Lemon. Lemon? Yeah, say it again. Delulu? Lemon. Thank you for doing it a second time because I did get it that time. I have a slow processing speed, but an incredibly quick output. And that's fun. That is is a great way to describe yourself. I think someone should put that in the DSM-5 for ADHD. Like, that's actually, like, really astute. 
I think you should put it just like in your biography. Instead, like, what about my bios? Instead of saying, we'll bully you. Because I needed to mm-hmm. give a disclaimer because people were all shocked. And I was like, I never said I was nice. If you thought I was nice, that's on you. I am kind. I'm not nice. We've been through this. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I think I figured out why people are now using this little thing in the messages. Because now you can put songs on there. Oh, my God. I do not need more people to, like, do, like, a fucking, like, passive aggressive post of, like, to tr- for one person. Like, it only shows up to people that you follow. So, like, like you have to be mutuals for it to show up. So it is going to be just very targeted. Yeah. So, like, here's how I feel about those those Khloe Kardashian quotes. And I'm not above it. I have definitely what? done that. So Khloe Kardashian always posts these, like, quotes on her Instagram story, like, whether inspirational or, like, the pe- it's always the people closest to you. But they're all, like, screenshots from Pinterest. Um, and everybody was like, okay, ma'am, like, just send it to him. Like, this is just like, we don't need to be spectators in this. Like, this is so uncomfortable. And really the true hack of it is you want, whether it's a thirst trap or a passive aggressive, like quote or something like that, you set your story where it is only visible by that one person he want to show that to. Because the results of like you posting a passive aggressive thing like that is all of your friends being like, who's this for? Like, what's this, what's this about? I've done a close friends thing where it was meant really just meant for one person. I deleted everybody else off and just had that one person be the close friend. It's a great way because they think it's going to all your exactly. close friends, but it's That's not. That's even smarter. It's close just to them. friends. <gasps> yes. And then they go, is this play about us? Wait, yeah. <laughs> who was it? Was this recent? No. Okay, so I couldn't You wouldn't guess. have seen it though. No. I understand the category. Okay. Category is... <laughs> Anyways, I hope that someone is new here and they're just like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like 20 minutes about nonsense. Nonsense? <laughs> Don't say that about Almond Cow. They're going to revoke your non-existent uh, brand deal. Brand deal. Job. It will happen. Anyways, we're doing it again. Welcome to Don't Blame Me, where we, Megan and Melissa, give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And uh, how can we do that? Because we have microphones, we started a podcast, and we're it. So we're going to give you advice. How this works is we are going to play some calls, voicemails. So if you would like to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. For both of those, you only have three minutes. If you're calling on the Google Voice number, it is from the time that you hear beep. That wasn't the real beep. Everyone, you have to call. This is not like an interactive thing. Dora. Dora the Explorer. Anyways, um, you leave the voicemail. You have three minutes from that time. And I my meds, meds should kick in probably around three minutes. It's usually about an Keep hour. Going. And I'm Keep good. going. Um, 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 you have three you minutes. everything. Yeah, you have three minutes from the time that it beeps. And to make best use of your time, which also you have to be aging over, have your parents' permission. We do require that you include your age in the call. It is all anonymous, so don't worry about saying your name or anyone else's name. You can just create some pseudonyms. And <laughs> The Patreon is like really just, they're getting so much today. They're getting so much because like, Melissa, there's like, there's like the, the vocal and the topical things that we're talking about. There's a whole other storyline happening in the facial expressions between the two of us. The movements, the camera angles. It's great. I had a chill. I didn't 
just apologies everyone. you don't have to explain it to the girl who does that i do that all day every day i do too but um, i don't think i've had one that that deep on camera no you shook your table um <laughs> oh use fake names um pseudonyms and all of that but to make best to make best use of those three minutes we suggest that you write everything down that you're going to say practice a few times time it out make sure that you have all of the relevant details in there if there's like a lot of history to this and you're like oh my gosh there's so much god like this give us the juicy hard-hitting really relevant things like imagine you're like a lawyer on trial and you're like okay what's really going to seal this deal like what's going to really paint my case but if it's, you know, it's a character witness, you know, you're describing something, someone let us know what's happening in your life and the problems that you are dealing with, the situation that is at hand. And we will give some fantastic, amazing advice. It all comes from a place of love. We are doing this because we care. We want everyone's life to like, you know, turn out exactly how it should be and all good, all great, all fantastic. But if you are sensitive, let us know because we do take that into account when we are wording things. You know, like we're not. I know that like we can be a little prickly, but if you tell me like, hey, I have sensitive skin, I'll be like, I'll keep that in mind. That's really nice of you. Thank you. I have sensitive skin. All right. Now let's get into our update. Got a weird spot on my skin. I should go to the doctor. Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling for an update from my call from episode Timid in Bed. Firstly, I would like to formally apologize for driving while calling. It was very dumb and will not happen again. I am now safely parked in my car. So, yes, apologies. So, my call was the episode title where I was just starting to date a girl and needed some advice on getting dirtier in bed. So, regarding our relationship, I ended up breaking up with her about two months in because I struggle with relationship anxiety or relationship OCD and was just overthinking a lot and didn't think I felt a spark with her. After a couple of months apart, she reached out to me wanting a friends with benefits situation, and I was hesitant because I started, or I was scared of feelings developing on either side, but eventually wanted to give it a try because casual sex with a consistent person is something I've always been interested in, and I trusted that she was a good person to do it with. You guys suggested that I watch porn, which I do, but there isn't a lot of good free lesbian porn out there, and I feel like I'm starting to get desensitized to porn in general, which I don't want to happen. I also tried what Melissa suggested about listening to Pornhub audios with people just talking about what they like, etc., which was kind of nice, but also made me cringe at the same time. But she and I continue to talk about what we like, and I'm happy to inform you that I had some of the best sex I've ever had in my life last week. It was passionate, and we both pushed each other around a little bit. I also masturbated in front of her, which is something Melissa suggested as well, and she thought it was really hot. She has a praise kink, so I bought rainbow star stickers to put on her forehead while she's eating me out, lol. And we're going to use a strap on as soon as she buys a harness. She's also utilized sexting, which is fantastic foreplay, and yeah, we're truly having a great time together. The thing now is I think I am developing feelings for her (laughs) and I'm starting to feel the spark I didn't think I felt before. She started texting me more and now we're texting from morning to night every day. A couple nights ago, I was going to go over to her place and she texted me right before I left that she was really tired and probably didn't have the stamina to have sex, but she still wanted me to come over. So I did and we ordered food and watched TV and ended up cuddling and kissing and it was really nice. 
I feel like now if I want to tell her how I feel, I have to be 100% sure that being with her is what I want since I was the one to end it the last time. But I am a chronic overthinker, especially when it comes to relationships, and I'm trying to change that. I'd love to know your thoughts on this whole situation, and thank you again for your great advice. I love you guys. Bye. I just have to, like, applaud you for your um, ingenuity, ingenuity, your craftiness, and your insight, because the fact that you went from praise kink to rainbow stickers on her forehead when she's eating you out is beautiful. Like for me, that never would have crossed my mind. But like you pers- like for me, a praise kink, I'm like, oh, like you're so pretty. Like you're so amazing. A sticker. Melissa, I did this Food Network Taste Me show and first season or the first show I did with them. Great. I would always ask <laughs> the DPV like, was that good? Like, did I do good? Did I good- do good? And I was asked the director and like, they were like, yeah, yeah, you did good. You did great. And for the second show, they made me a sticker chart, which I got the same amount of stickers every single day. And they all just said like really nice things. And like different people on the crew would be like, Megan, I'm putting a sticker on your chart today. And so it was never like one day was better than the other. It was just like I constantly got stickers. And I didn't realize that a sticker to tell you that you did a good job is the best fucking praise you can get. And so while I was listening to this story, I was like, are you giving stickers as she's like hitting a certain spot? Like, is it like, oh, that was good? Or is like at the end, after you come, you just put a sticker on there? I have questions. I would like to know the answers because I'm very interested in this. It made me chuckle in a good way. I think if you have a praise kink, if you no, I think for me as someone who I don't think I have a praise kink because there's no sexual component of it, but like, I'm a Leo. I love being told I'm doing amazing. Like, I love all of that stuff. Um, and I also love participation awards. So, like, I don't want it to be related to, like, my actual... Per- I want I want to be doing good all the time. Like, don't get me in my own head about this. I'm giving head. I'm a little too busy, you know? But it works for her. No, I know. But I'm saying, I, like, I like but this. she's this just getting a- participation. She's getting the stickers just for a job well done. I feel like that y'all are together. And you you kind of, like... Maybe the reason why you feel that spark is because you're actually like having great sex. And that might have been what was missing. I don't know why y'all like actually broke up, but that might have been part of what was missing the last time. If y'all, I mean, y'all were clearly on good terms if you wanted to continue the physical aspect. Well, I guess you could not be on good terms with somebody and just no, want but, to fuck them. But that, but that wouldn't be friends with benefits. That wouldn't be friends with benefits. That'd be in, enemies, enemies with, with sex. benefits. Mm-hmm. Which hmm, a new fan may, may may cause me to to revisit something. Anyway, I had never thought about it that way. But are you asking for advice now? Well, I was going <laughs> to say an update, but you're are you they asking did ask for, for some additional. So as they just go with it, just go with vibes and just see how things are landing. And if like you're enjoying more time out of the bedroom in addition to, you know, the great best sex that you've ever had in your life then like why not i think she took a chaotic choice that we would have given if she was calling in the your friend with benefits if she was calling into the podcast to get some advice we would have been like you know if it's not going to work like don't waste your time all of that stuff and then the chaotic advice would have been like hey if you think that She's just a commitment phobe. And like, she's like worried about that. And like, there is a real connection there. Be friends with benefits and weasel your way 
in there before she realizes like, oh my God, I accidentally fell in love with you. And like, now I want to date you. That's, I think what happened. Like, I do not think that this was, uh, you know, she, she knew. And like you, you said that you ever, it, uh, it ended because, you know, you get over, like, I don't remember the exact phrasing. Overthinking. Yeah. And like about and, relationship yeah. stuff specifically. And then it was like, oh, now we're friends with benefits. And like, now like the, you know, sex is really good. And like, you're not overthinking and you're not like going through all of those things. Like to me, I'm just like, <laughs> she played the long game. Like it yeah. was like to get you out of your own head, there needs to not be like a label attached to this. And there needs to not be like an expectation. And if it's like, oh, we're just friends. And like you, you went to the point for like, you know, being like nervous or, you know, overthinking to like feeling comfortable enough to like put stickers on her face when she's like head when she's going down on you like that is that is primo primo but the difference between friends with benefits and a relationship or something more serious is truly just like the desire for a title and for the commitment like the feelings aren't changing there and so I think like if you're worried that like you're going to freak out again the that's the only difference there like the difference isn't like oh I feel differently about you like oh oh I like now I like you I didn't like you before like you like the people that you're friends with the difference between friends and sexual partners that you have like long term or like relationships that involve sex is the sex like they're based in friendship so I think you're checking all of the boxes here and I don't think that you'll freak out again because like you've done all of the relation you're you're doing all of the stuff and you might be freaked out by the title, but now you want it. You know, Mm-mm. I said, just t- tell her. And she's going to be like, I'm well, yeah, keep- obviously, this is my plan. Yeah. Like we're, we go together. You don't yeah, have like, to we are dating. What's understood. Like, don't have to. It doesn't have to be. You can just be like, so we're dating now, so, right? Like we're, to, we're we go together. Like we're together. Like you want to go steady, go to the sock hop. You want to wear my my ring? my my letterman jacket well i have high hopes for this and this is very sweet and really i i think that like i like her already because like to me this i feel like i can see through this that she knew what you needed and anticipated and was like you know she she did Mm -hmm. a little a little shuffle a cupid shuffle you may say and now to the left to the left she you're gonna say this to her and she's gonna go ha 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 my plan worked. And I love that. I love a romantic plan. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into our calls. Hell yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley 
And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back. Before we get into this call, I would like to give a content warning for suicide. Hey besties. Okay, so I know you literally just did an episode about like friendship and like ending friendships, but I have a little dilemma. Not dilemma. <laughs> I have a thing. Okay, so basically, here's what happened. Two years ago, I attempted to own myself, and my best friend at the time, um, best friend slash lover. Um, it was blurred anyway, decided to call contact with me. Um, so I haven't talked to this individual in since twenty twenty one, like late twenty twenty one, like September. But for some reason I can't seem to get out of my head this like idea that one day we're gonna like rekindle things and one day like we're gonna be friends again. Because this person's made it very clear that they want nothing to do with me and they block me on everything. And I have been kind of telling people that I'm not a good person, stuff like that. But I still have this, like, idea in my head of, like, oh, my God, what if we're supposed to be, like, what if one day we end up being friends again? Or what if one day we, we, we run into each other and it's, like, this, like, 20 years gone by and nothing changed kind of, you know, like, I have, like, these delusions because I'm delusional. And I just want to know, like, how the hell do I get over this? Like, how do I go from a person being, like, my world to, like, somebody that I used to know. Like, the whole, like, guilty A fucking song. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was just so long and chaotic. I love you both. Also, I'm an Aries. Okay. Bye. I have to say, when you started this call with, hey, besties, I was like, we're not your besties. We ended this call and I was like, bye, bestie. Like, we are your besties. Like, we don't get the vibe check of everybody. So like you get our vibe and you were right. Like we would be friends. Like this is like how you're Ooh. fucking funny. I'm I'm so glad that you're so self-aware because I was like Megan's new favorite word. She likes to Delusion. say 
a lot. I did not claim Delulu. it. Someone said it. To, someone called me Delulu in my DMs, and I said, "Thank you so much for putting that in my pocket." And that's all I was thinking about. But you know it. You said I'm delusional. You said I have a dilemma. Whenever I have hear dilemma, I immediately think of the Kelly and Nelly song. Who both of them were Delulu in that song. And so you had already set me up for what this vibe would be. And then you you and then you threw a curveball in there and I was like, Ooh. but then, you know, we're back here. But yes, you are delusional. Yeah. Yes. Like w- one thing that you said is that I have this idea. What this mm-hmm. is is just like a idea that you had that you've been ruminating on, like it doesn't matter how many times we have these conversations in our head. They never go how we plan because what we made in our head was just a fantasy. This person doesn't like you. And I think like the sooner you accept that, then the sooner you can move on. Like they don't want to be with you. You already said that the lines were blurry between lover and friend, which means that there was no clear direction in what your relationship was anyway. So let's just let's just come come down to reality. Know that like they don't want you in their life. They don't want you. Period. And this is you. Live your life for you and not somebody else. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um the timing of this, if I'm not mistaken, is the friendship ended like either right before, right after or because of the attempt. And like you said, your ex-best friend slash lover or whatever doesn't think that you're a good person and so I would ask you like do you think you're a good person because the statement that someone else doesn't think you're a good person they're saying that behind your back and then your desire and this idea of wanting this to work out is that because you think if it works out that means you're not a bad person or do you think that you're not offended by what she said or hurt by what she said because you think you're a bad person. Like that statement when someone says that, like that should really be a nail in a coffin. Like when someone says something like behind your back, they're not a good person. Like that should be the end of the relationship on your end as well. Like you, that's not a, a statement you kind of go back from or like forgive someone. Like that's a really like fucked up, harsh thing to say unless you believe it or you think that their mind can be changed. So I don't know the circumstance in which this friendship ended. And if it ended in a way that like you're not proud of. And if you look back on, you're like, yeah, I don't think that I'm a good person from how that friendship ended. Or if your friend was put in a situation that you're like not okay with, but they don't need to forgive you. You need to forgive you. And so like, you can't Mm -hmm. have that resting on that. So you even said like, you know, I'm just like thinking about like how close we are and now suddenly it's nothing. And like Melissa said, like, it's the idea. And I don't know if you have dealt with this before, like if you've dealt with an attempt before or your state of your, like your emotional state or like whatever led up to that. If like this, you've never been to this point before or anything comparable then are you viewing your friend as that other version of you who hadn't dealt with this stuff and like didn't, you know, there's something there that trying to get back to that. And for you is, are they representative of that? And so is it like, are you striving to get back with them or rekindle with them because 
you were good together because the relationship was good because you like you were a better person when you were around them and they were a better person when they were around you like what were the good things there versus like it what does it say like does it say that if they forgive you and you have a relationship moving forward does that mean then you're giving your your permission to forgive yourself or does it mean if they forgive you and shit changes that you're not a bad person like there's all of these things that like Melissa said like we want people to say one thing and there are thousands of different like options of what they can say and the likelihood that they're going to land on and say the exact thing you want to hear is so unlikely but on top of that most of the other things that they're going to say are going to harm they're not going mm-hmm. they're not harmless they're going to hurt and it's going to be hard and you're you're into this idea and whether that's because they're a marker in time for when things were different for you or when you felt like you were different. But the way that you get out of these in your exact words, like being like delusional is recognizing that, yeah, like these other characters, like Melissa said, they have agency and they've made it abundantly clear what they want. And this is not this is like advice I always give. I don't even know on the podcast, but like my friends in real life, when you're talking about like the obstacles and the hurdles and like, you know, the only way that this could happen, I'm like, is this like, if you were reading a book about this, would you be rooting for these characters to get together? Like, is this like a story that you'd want to like tell, like you'd be excited to tell the people you're closest to? Like, is this something that you would want if you have future children or the young people in your life with like kids that you mentor, family members, whoever, like, the young people in your life that this is something that they should strive for? Like, would someone else want to put this on a vision board? <laughs> like, I know that re- like relationships aren't perfect and how we get there and that. But when we're actively seeking out something that is harmful for us in our current day, even if it wasn't harmful prior, like we're asking to be hurt again. And to me, this is just this is like a time for like self reflection, especially two years after this has happened, you would, I promise you, you will be able to get over this as soon as you stop engaging in it. Because the reason why you're still, it's the two years delusional, like, don't be like, don't look at this of like, oh, I've been trying to get over this this for two years. You haven't. You're starting from square one and it's, Mm -hmm. I'm deleting everything, every picture I'm putting them on, like in an album that is a password lock, I'm putting it on my computer or something like, I'm not looking at photos. I'm unfollowing them on social media. Anytime I start thinking of them, do Pavlov's response. Every time I'm thinking of them, I'm doing a push up. Every time I start thinking of them, I'm sticking my head in the freezer. Like I'm going to do a response. I'm, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to open my phone and scroll on TikTok. Like those are the same, like the same advice I give. And like as someone who deals with intrusive thoughts, like I am like, I need to swap that. And so when you have something that is like this quick impulse that you know can lead to a much bigger spiral. And for you, this has been two years of this, then it's like, no, replace that sour candy, replace that like something else to like specifically reset your nervous system. And so it gets to the point where either it's annoying to think about them or talk about them because you're making yourself do a burpee every time, or it's a becomes like a physiological psychological response because you're shocking your immune system, you're getting in the shower, sour candy, like you're doing all of these other things that it becomes more effort than it's worth. Like there's no positive outcome of that. It's just redirection. And it's going to take a while and distractions, hobbies, like things with friends, like things where you're talking with other people, like 
you know, like, you know, a, a bumble BFF, like hanging out with someone, like anything that involves you getting out of your head. And I also don't advise this to be like a writing prompt, because I think when you when you're someone who tends to pinpoint and like spiral or hone in on something, writing is the same way that you can you can get it out. But if you're someone who really focuses in, it's just more material and more and more and more. And so something that is involves other people and social interactions or like tactile pottery, hand things, things that you can't like just constantly daydream and think about these realities that just like don't exist. Yeah. Agree. And once you're able to move on from this, you're it's going to open you up for so many better friendships, you know, romantic or not, like because right now your brain capacity and your brain space for those relationships platonic and romantic sexual like that's taken up by this person who's not actually fulfilling any of them so yep agree all right best of luck love your vibe give us an update please here's the next call hi melissa and megan i'll just get right into it i don't like my best friend's boyfriend i am 20 and go by she her pronouns my best friend, we'll call her Annie, is 24 and goes by she, her pronouns as well. Annie and I have been friends for well over a decade. She dated this guy, we'll call him A, for four years. I never thought much about it, but we didn't really see each other that much in those four years. Well, he dumped her out of nowhere two years ago and then led her on, got back together with her, but wouldn't, but wasn't like officially back with her used her for sex, emotionally manipulated her, then cheated on her, and was really disrespectful and nasty after that. It also turns out that she felt the most insecure she's ever felt in her life in that relationship. He made her feel shitty all the time, and she told me she really lost herself in that relationship, which I really believe because she's genuinely thriving since the breakup. Her entire family agrees she's actually glowing since the breakup. Well, A crawled his way back in recently, and after only two weeks, they're already officially back together, and I'm struggling being a supportive friend. None of our other friends like him, and her twin sister, who I'm really close with, doesn't like him either. So it's not just me. And I told her I support her, and I love her, and I know she's just going to do what she needs to do and what she wants to do, but I think it's a bad idea, and I left it at that because I know I can't judge her or tell her that I don't like him all the time, and that will just drive her away. But since then, she's told our friends about the dates they've been on, sent pictures in our group chat, and announced they're official. And I've said literally nothing. And I said nothing because I'm not really happy for her. I, of course, want my friend to be happy, but I genuinely think she was thriving and doing well without him. I don't think she needs him to bring her happiness, as harsh as that sounds, and I really see him taking it all away. Like, all this happiness she feels now, he's just going to take away at some point and hurt her again. And But my problem is I don't want to seem judgmental or harm our friendship because I don't like this boyfriend. I also don't want to lie, and in person, my face really tells anything I don't say out loud. So I really need advice on how to be a good friend in this situation. 
I also need advice when she inevitably asks me to see him in person or talk to him because she's already brought it up. And I really need advice because I just have a major bitch face. Are you on a plane? That's really what that sounded like. I was like, what does it sound like? It was that. This is difficult, but you're trying to prevent her from harm that he's going to cause if he's caused harm or whatever, like she has agency. If he's going to break her heart again, if she got back together with him in two weeks, like I think a lot of the stuff that she probably said afterwards was to make herself, you know, feel better. Like we say things after like breakups and stuff like that. But if he was able to weasel his way back in in two weeks and they're official, you know, she might have been thriving from an outside perspective, but internally like was not. And she was really deeply insecure, but she's not over this relationship and as much as you want to protect her from this and avoid all of this, you you can't. And that sucks. But she has to, like, figure it out on her own. And you said your piece. And so to that, I don't think you have to say any more. If she asks you for advice, I would just be like, I don't like, you know, I this doesn't seem like you can even like this. Is really, this is not really my wheelhouse or like I don't really feel comfortable like I know like I would definitely talk to so-and-so I would talk to so-and-so about that or something like I don't know and you don't have to keep reiterating that (laughs) you don't like him and then the same thing when you like see him in person like she knows how you feel you only have to say it once nobody will ever forget if one of their best friends says like I don't think this is a good idea like we were we remember that shit like you remember if someone tells you that like you know your best friend tells you like oh i'm going to hang out with someone else like i don't your top doesn't look cute today if someone says something that like hurts your feelings or like feels like a judgment or whatever it is you're going to remember and the fact that she didn't immediately cut you off or like lash out i think that there's a little bit of maybe not awareness but perspective in the sense that like shit has gone wrong before and she has needed the people in her life and she's not trying to isolate you so don't isolate yourself because you also don't want to do that So you've already said your piece. You don't have to say any more. And that's it. If you have a bitch face, okay. But if it's a follow-up conversation and a question, like you already said your piece, you do not have to reiterate it to her. Because if you reiterate, if you reiterate to her, it will, it will get worse. And she knows it. So I also don't think that she's probably going to come to you for advice. And if she does come to you for advice on something, if something's going wrong, I wouldn't do a disclaimer. And I've done this before with people who I was close with where it's like, okay, before we get into this, like I need to know like that we're on the same page with like your audience because like we've had that one conversation before. So you know where I stand. So are you coming to me for advice because you know where I stand and you need me to say the things that you know that I feel? Or is it not that? And if that's the case, like reach out to so-and-so. Like I think they'll be great, but like I'm, you know, do you want me to be honest or what do you want? What do you want me to say? And so you, you can't do everything for her and like think ahead of how these things are going to go. And you, I do think though that you have to be happy for her as long as she's currently and present day happy. So I don't think that you can be like, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy as long as she's happy So then if she's happy, then she then that's what you that's the role that you have to play. And I've been you before and I've screwed up friendships because I've 
you know, I've said too much and I've then been vilified by the other person and friendships have ended and then friendships have rekindled. So it's just a matter of if if she's safe in this situation, if she has people, she has her family around, she has her friends, if she's talking to you about it, if she's sending pictures, if she's talking about the relationship and she feels that you are a person who she knows that you don't like them. And so she knows if things were to go bad that you'll be there in a fucking second ready to help her then that's like the greatest thing you could do as a friend but you can't prevent her from making the choices she wants to make because that's also not a that's not a good friend even if your intentions are good removing that kind of agency or thinking that someone doesn't have the capacity to make good decisions in in a relationship in like a romantic relationship that's a that's a, a trait in an instance that we see as something that is like abusive and belittling and you know when that when we're doing that for children when we're doing it for people who who are disabled doing it for the elderly like taking away someone's agency because you think you know better than them is not a position of power to empower your friend to be in a healthy relationship yeah you can be i know you asked us like specifically like how do i be a supportive friend you don't you be a friend and you don't have to support this relationship because if you do you're lying to her when she knows how you feel about it. And if you're going to be a supportive in their relationship, that means you're just going to be fake to her. And that's not what she needs. She needs an actual friend. That just that means like how to be the friend is like like Megan was saying, like you can be there for her if something arises and you and she knows like that you're there for her. But like you can just not talk about this relationship. Like she she should know that like, you're not the person to come for when she needs, you know, something positive to say about this dude or like anything that's positive in a relationship You because you're, you don't support it. And um, I've had a friend who was in a very bad relationship, a toxic relationship with someone I did not like. And they knew I didn't like them. Also, the boyfriend knew that I didn't like him. Everyone knew the whole friend group, family, not a secret at all. But I was still able to maintain my relationship with her. But then when he went a little too far and did something that he should not have been doing, I was the first person that she called because she knew that I would be there for her because I was supportive of her, but not the relationship. And I got I helped get her out that situation. And so I think that's just kind of what you have to do for her if that's what you want to still be in her life. Yeah. And it's it's a process. And I made the mistake in these things of like when someone's been in the trenches for this for like years and years, they can't see clearly. So there are certain words you shouldn't use and certain things like people need to be eased into it if they're trying to get out or having that recognition. But right now she's not there right now. Like her it's barricades up like she's sending pictures. She's happy like there are no cracks right now in this. And she was only even said like the stuff that it was so bad. She told you after the relationship ended that she was incredibly miserable after. So you need to know that like right now she's in this other phase. She's in this other mindset of this and that old her and that old relationship doesn't exist to her. But you know that. So you can keep that in the back of your mind and you can be there for support. And if you see him say something or do something, you can call him out directly of being like, hey, that like wasn't very nice. I think that's always better to do as opposed to putting it on the person who's dating them. And then you can like, you know, follow up of being like, 
oh, like that other thing, like they said that, like, what did that mean? And have have her come to those realizations of something that you might have seen or experienced that did not seem very kind or good so that she can realize that now. But if he's super toxic, he'll be vilifying you and everyone. And so you have to be the friend there. So any any shit he says about you or other people, she won't believe because there's no evidence of that. But when it when it's like everyone's trying to like just destroy us, everyone's trying to take us down. When if that is kind of the MO at the end of the day, like then he he's not wrong there. And then that can become a really isolating thing. But it's hard. But yeah, like Melissa said, keep the friendship separate. Like it just it doesn't you don't have to participate in that with him and she should be able to acknowledge that too and i'm also thinking at a certain point too if you kind of just like have to lie and put on a good face to get through one day of it you don't have to say that you like him but she knows that you don't so if it's important for her for you to spend some time with him it might also be helpful for you to get a little bit of intel on him and like mm-hmm. see where those things are at because if you do not interact with him at all even once the there might be some isolation from friends there like it wants yeah. if you can't be in the same room with him then it's like oh then she might be like then i can't hang out with you yeah i mean i would be in the same room with this dude all the time i didn't talk to him i didn't acknowledge his presence but i could be in the same room with him also there's a way to be an absolute asshole and cunt to someone so they're the only ones who know that that's what mm-hmm. it means I've yeah. done it. Yep. All right. We're going to take another break and then we'll be back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi! All right, let's go to Don't Blame Them. What's Don't Blame Them? Don't Blame Them is when listeners uh, call in with their own advice pertaining to calls that we've aired on previous episodes. And so they might be like, oh, I've got some professional experience or uh, I have some personal experience with this or I have a friend of a friend who had some personal experience and I would like to share on their behalf or I think I should have a podcast and I love the sound of my own voice. To that, I say, amen, sister friend. Hi, so I'm calling in for a Don't Blame Them for the episode Obsessive X Has My News. And it's actually for the title call on this. Um, and I'm just going to put a trigger warning. This does um, briefly discuss domestic abuse. I really just wanted to emphasize Megan and Melissa's point that she should go talk to her boyfriend, the, the, um, the ex-boyfriend that she's asking to delete her sex tapes um, in a public place and also maybe take someone with her. I have a very close friend who, unfortunately, when she went to get her stuff, from one of her exes who was a bit controlling, he uh, sexually assaulted her. Um, and she, she, they used to live together, and she went to their their old house, which is where he was living. She was moving out. And, yeah, it's caused her significant issues, and it's really hard, you know, as a friend because we didn't think that this could happen, and no one thinks that this could happen to them. But um, if one of us had just gone with her, maybe it would have been different if maybe if we had, you know, chosen to do this in public place, maybe it would be different. 
anyway, I just really wanted to emphasize that advice from Megan and Melissa and just to anyone that's listening to these calls. Any, honestly, anytime I break up with anyone in the future, I will definitely go with a buddy and probably make it in a public place. Um, for this caller, I know they said, like, maybe a Target parking lot or something. Maybe have a friend drive you there and be in the car um, and then talk to him, like, one-on-one since, you know, obviously if these are your sex tapes together, he might be in them and he understandably would want some confidentiality with that as well. But, yeah, uh, you guys give great advice. Um, thank you. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And um, I think it's a good MO. Like, I, I really do think and you never know how someone is like going to react, even if you think it's amicable. Like, I don't think it's overkill to do things like in a public space or mm-hmm. in a private. I always think a, pu- a private area of a public space where you're within volume, eye, sh- eye shot and earshot with people, specifically someone, you know, who knows what you're doing. I have the same MO when it comes to like first dates for when people are like meeting up with someone or going out with someone, especially in cases where you think that someone other person might be a little blindsided or they're doing something that's made you uncomfy, even if you're like, well, I don't think you would ever get to this point. But that's the thing we were saying driving home. It's like, but the the having the controlling and having of these videos and feeling a certain way about it like that that feeling doesn't come out of nowhere and that's a characteristic and an indication of a different kind of person yeah you never never know how somebody is going to react or how they're feeling that day or what they've been thinking about and how they expect it to go and it doesn't go and then they snap or just do something that you would think is out of character but do we truly really even know this person Yeah. And especially when you're choosing to end a relationship, there's reasons why. Like there's reasons Mm -hmm. why you're leaving that relationship. So even if you think these are completely unrelated and this person would never do that, even if you lived with someone and it feels like you know them like so well, you're not staying together. You're wanting to end this. And there's a reason why people, when they're met with things that they don't like, can act in ways that we don't know. And they're obviously a different person than when you started dating them because you're breaking up or you're a different person from when you started dating them. So this the the gauge and the read we have on people just because we dated them, that doesn't mean that we know them better or it's correct or we know what they're going to do. And it's always better to be safe. And anyone who where nothing does bad does happen would never be like, oh, I can't believe you would do like if someone goes, I can't believe you think I might do that. It's like, what do you mean? What? No, that's no. I, if somebody thought that I may harm them in some way and brought, you know, a friend along, then I'd be like, okay, like if you're a person that has sense, then you you would be okay with that. Yeah. And like, you know, that like, even we like when you're faced with trauma or faced with like really hard things, like you, you always don't always know how you're going to act. And mm-hmm. like, I think that that I would never be offended or hurt or feel judged or attacked if someone set something up that they felt that they needed for their safety i would just be like yeah that's great like having that wherewithal is great yeah Yeah. however this needs to go about for you to do what you need to do like whatever steps you need to take to accomplish the goal do that safely so thank you to that don't blame them caller for calling in and i would um urge you and the rest of your friends not to you know 
blame yourselves for this or think about like those like what ifs and all of that instead channel that like same energy into uplifting your friend and like what she went through and you know being there in the future to support her and in different ways but like life happens and other people being the perpetrators of crimes and sexual assault violent or non-violent crimes emotional abuse physical abuse is never um those those people are bad people and their actions while they might have taken a quick sidestep and things might have been a little bit different there you also don't know that they would have been different Mm -hmm. so it's just as likely (laughs) that they would have been exactly the same and now you want to approach future situations different and all you can do from that is, you know, adjust your behavior to the information that you have. So I wouldn't blame yourselves or dwell on on that because she needs you and she needs, you know, not just need the what ifs. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault at all. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Don't Blame Me. If you'd like to call on for an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail. Send us a voice memo. Three one. No, I already said the number and I did the email before. Just go back and look at the show notes. It's, it's also great. in the show notes. If yeah. you ever have questions about the general structure about the show, all the information is in the show notes. And if you have a question that's like, oh, no, this is like ridiculously specific. You can send us a DM. And we might respond or you can send us a personal DM and we might respond. Maybe we'll talk about it on an episode. So if you would like to follow us on socials, we would love that so much. So if you would like to join along on our slate of content, we upload and podcasts as well as Patreon video versions of some of our podcasts. We do all of those so much during the week and you should subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow you're going to hear about um, you're going to hear a rendition of this podcast if robots did it wow um on see you next tuesday on thursday we're going to be talking about cheetah girls too melissa has some of the hottest takes i've literally ever heard but they're as a cheetah and then and then on friday we will also be hearing robots taking over for but am i wrong as well as the results from cheetah girls one it's a fantastic wonderful amazing great gorgeous time and you should join us follow along yeah i'll get better at posting on the instagram too she thinks maybe i'll get antibiotics for my sinus infection and then life will get a little bit easier oh my fucking god bye everybody bye don't blame me is a production by me megan rinks and me melissa d Monts plus diamond imprint productions Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.